Season vets of the purest, best sport you can follow, and you rookie fight fans, welcome to the cage for your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts. This is Better Fight Cast. Leading today's schooling, like usual, is Jeremy Bauer, our resident MMA historian who's been living and breathing the fight since he was a kid scouring video store shelves for Pride VHS tapes at Jono's MMA. Is the welterweight division in the UFC really a circus? To bridge the gap between fans new and old, I am Mac Rogamone, a credential writer and personal trainer exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. Here all of us also on Better Health and World, where we dig into the health behavior, comedy, and culture of what it is to be a human animal. Get that and this on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. And now, let us delve together into this glorious, inspiring combat. Joe, what should we know? Well, what should we know? We pretty much have breaking news. Not that we're breaking it, but we get to talk about it because it was just announced very shortly ago. <clears throat> it's announced that for UFC 228, the pay-per-view that me and Sean Neubauer has been discussing, we had no idea who was going to main event that pay-per-view. Well, it was just officially broken that Tyron Woodley will be putting his 170-pound championship on the line against Darren Till. And that pay-per-view is only 46 days away. So, the first thing you think about is, wait a second, the welterweight division, that's 170 pounds. There's two titles in that division right now. Remember, just back in June at UFC 225, Colby Covington beat Rafael Dasanos to become the interim championship. Mm-hmm. Or the interim title holder. Mm-hmm. But, he had to get nose surgery, and he'll be out till at least November, and they needed a pay-per-view for September. And they foregoed Colby Covington. And from what I gather, as soon as that bell rings and those cage doors lock inside that octagon and Darren Till and Tyron Woodley is standing inside of it, Colby Covington is officially stripped of that interim title and Till versus Woodley is for the official 170-pound strap. I know it sounds confusing. Wait, so Colby won an interim belt? Colby won an interim belt in June. He can't take the fight in September. They're not willing to wait. Darren Till now foregoes Kobe Covington. He gets the title shot, and Kobe Covington's interim title, it will be stripped away. Why were we waiting for Woodley in the first place? Why did the interim title Surgery. Happen? And now they don't want to wait for him. Woodley oh. fought. It'll be one year this month that Woodley has not defended his title. I'm tired of running out of reasons to be angry. Now you're making me defend Kobe Covington. What is the world coming to? Um, it's just these interim titles. Okay. And I will mark this. As soon as Till and Woodley gets inside that octagon mm-hmm. in, in September to fight for the welterweight title, mm-hmm. I really feel like this is the death of interim titles, which I'm okay with. If this is what it takes to stop booking these stupid interim titles and for people to start disrespecting the interim titles as not real titles because the UFC is trying to get one over us, I'm for it. Is this finally is this uh, coupled with uh, Iaquinta? Is this uh, is this is this what finally is the nail in the coffin? Is this the fail Mary? This one is the biggest. Is this one. the fail Mary? Yes. Is this the reference? Now, is this is this the play where the <clears throat> Packers lose to the Seahawks because of the scab refs during the strike? 
Is this is this what ends it? Is this what ends the the scab raps? Like what what are we talking about here? I have to hear the full story come out. I'm looking at the timeline, and I'm really you know how I am. I don't go one side very often. I try to listen to all sides of stories, and try to try to give kind of a positive outlook because I don't like all the negativity in mixed martial arts today. I mean, I'm sure it goes for every sport. I'm sure if I was balls deep in the football or baseball or basketball, all the diehard fans are there telling me that they're dying also. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it goes the same across the board. But I don't like to delve into the negativity of the sport I love. So I'm trying to think of a possible explanation for this. Now, all along when they booked this interim title, which first of all, that interim title between RDA and Colby Covington was a co-main event, not a main event mm-hmm. to a pay-per-view. So it's not like they absolutely needed that title per se. But we did need them two to fight to know who the true number one contender was at that time. And of course it was around the same time I remember Darren Till was fighting Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Mm-hmm. Of course Colby Covington came out and beat Rafael Dos Anjos. Darren Till was victorious against Stephen Thompson. We knew that Tyron Woodley gave a little doctor's note, literal doctor's note to Dana White saying he can't come back till at least August. So we knew Tyron Woodley was going to be healthy by September. Mm. I'm looking across the board at whose title could be defended on that pay-per-view. There really is not one from A through Z other mm. than the title that's in the co-main event and that's for the 125 pound woman's title and that's Nico Montano against Al, uh, uh, Shlomenko. Okay. Not Shlomenko, Shevchenko. Okay. Okay. That's not strong enough for a sixty-five dollar main event. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so we 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 know that that's the only title possible that can be defended. This right here is a case. I, I need to know was Colby and RDA told beforehand before their fight in June that hey you're going to be fighting Tyron Woodley in September if you win this thing. Mm-hmm. I need to know that because that that'll help at least a little bit. Because like I said, I don't see any reason why it's not Colby Covington versus Tyron Woodley. Mm-hmm. For a lot of reasons. I was sold on that fight. Tyron Woodley versus Colby Covington. Colby Covington's whole shtick was starting to work. It, it, it really was. And, and it yeah, made you want to see. Yeah, it's a shame because see. I don't want to reward bad behavior. And I was not prepared to support Colby Covington. But it would have been the fight to make Tyron Woodley some money. And that's why he was holding out. And I felt like that was the fight. I mean, not even just because of that. not fight Darren Till, but I guess he's just like, all right, let's let's do it. But right now, Colby Covington, he's the number one contender. Mm -hmm. Not only the interim title holder, but in my eyes, he is deserving. Not not because of talking, but because of the skills for that title shot. And Darren Till is uh, perhaps a threat to Tyron Woodley also. He is. You know, this is not necessarily a good... Colby Covington, if he loses to Colby Covington, at least he gets more money out of it. And I don't hate the Darren Till f- fight against Woodley. No, Actually, it's a fantastic I, fight. I would much rather watch that fight. Like I, I really, I, I, I probably, I probably will would boycott. I will probably boycott Colby Covington. I don't think I'll watch any fight with him. On him. I'm, I, I'm I, into Colby. Um, he spoiled Infinity War. Like for yeah. he's spo- you know, you, you, if you want to be a heel in your sport, that's fine. But if you want to ruin children's good time, possibly, like you know. 
the, uh, is the argument you don't want 10-year-olds following this sport? Do you not want little kids following the sport? Do you care if someone is, a per, is, is old enough to see violence like this that they are at risk of not enjoy not being able to optimize this cultural phenomenon like uh, do you have you know I, I i don't like it and i guess he's spoiled other well, movies before i guess it's just stick it's trying to be the heel it's trying to take it to another level or whatever and you could say if it makes dollars it makes sense but i don't because then you could justify it. i don't think i don't think it puts that significant of a bump actually darren till tyron willie's the heel too he's the bad guy Nobody likes Tyron Woodley. Not like that though. I don't like that. I don't. I really. But really, nobody likes Tyron Woodley it, either. I'm and actually, Colby happy. Covington was looked at as the hero against Tyron Woodley. As weird as that sounds, but Darren Till, everybody loves Darren Till. But here's my biggest problem. This is 2018. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed the trend yet in 2018, but TV events go off. They, the fights happen. Mm-hmm. Not many problems, but the pay per views. I don't know what it is. There has been a black crowd. There has been a karma or a bad luck situation where every pay-per-view so far this year, except for the very first one with the Nganu versus Miochik and Cormier versus Volkan Oezdemir fights, every pay-per-view has been riddled with injuries and curses. And that's a fact. We'll go into February. February was the... It was supposed to be Luke Rockhold versus Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker got hurt. Yo Romero stepped in. It was supposed to be for an interim title. Yo Romero didn't make weight, so it was for no title. It was like Luke Rockhold could win the title if he wins, and Yo Romero can't win the title if he wins, but guess what happened? Yo Romero ended up knocking out Luke Rockhold. Hmm. March came around. It was supposed to be Max Holloway versus Frankie Yeager. Max Holloway got hurt. You said the guy who couldn't win the title won, right? Yep. Uh, Max Holloway <laughs> versus Frankie Edgar. I'm, I'm just going through the timeline of these events so far this year. It's been surreal and crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Max Holloway got hurt. They ended up pulling in Brian Ortega to fight Max uh, Frankie Edgar mm-hmm. and pulling Cyborg against some Invicta, Invicta girl named Kuniskaya to main event that pay-per-view. No, that was March. Yeah, February was Australia, and then we go into April. And do I need to say that much about April? That was the Dolly incident. It was Tony Ferguson tripling over a cable cord and tearing his LCL, and then Max Holloway being pulled the day of the weigh-in because he couldn't get down to 155. Mm-hmm. And we ended up with Ia Quinta versus Nermica Madoff for the oh, interim and that, title. Oh, Max Holloway didn't make weight because they didn't... Short notice. He took it on a week. He was trying to cut too much weight. Did they all... Oh, it, that was Doctor stopped him. Or the commission, I forget, doctor stopped them. Okay, that's different weight. than the time that somebody was stopped because they weren't given the normal two hours. They that, were, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. Okay. Uh, the next pay-per-view was nothing wrong happened, but it was Nunez versus Raquel Pennington. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. I said that from the beginning. I was like, look, it's right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. You know, what is the value of $65? It's important to a lot of people. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Didn't see it. Good event. I watched it. Loved it. But I didn't buy it. I went to the local bar. Um, and then after that, we had 225 where we had the double title fights. We had the interim title. And then we had Romero versus Whitaker in the main event in the rematch. Great main event, but we didn't have official title fight because Romero was ineligible to win the title because of .02 pounds. 
And then, of course, we came into UFC 226, which was the most stacked card of the year. Now, Yo Romero was the one who was cut short the normal mm-hmm. extra hour. And he was cut short. It was, it was a Normally, it was a they have two hours to cut weight after missing that first weigh-in, and the judge had somewhere to go, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So he, after one hour, was .02 yep. pounds. Yep. A bite zero of a two pounds off. He was a bite yeah. of a cupcake shy of. Yeah. He was a bite of a cupcake over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been surreal. Mm-hmm. And then two twenty six happened. I mean, Max Holloway and Brian Ortega gets pulled because Max Holloway. I mean, that was the right call. Max Holloway did not look right. Mm-hmm. Did not look right. And then on top of that, did you see the part at the press conference where DC fell, and he fell hard? Uh, you didn't see that, did you? No. When I tell you this year is cursed so far. I mean that. This year, 2018, for UFC pay-per-view, is cursed. I don't feel safe. Darren Till versus Tyron Woodley. Darren Till missed weight against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. That was the second time in his six fights in the UFC Darren Till has missed weight. I do not feel confident with the way this year is going of Darren Till getting a title shot on 46 days... I mean, it's not like this is a full camp here. This is 46 days. They just scrapped this fight together. Okay? I don't feel confident with Darren Till until he hits that scale. Mm-hmm. I still don't feel like it's going to go through. Not the way this year's going. Good to hedge your bets. Not the way this year's going. This is Prepare 2018. I don't like this. I don't like the sounds of this. Do I like the fight? I'm, I'm slowly but surely. Now, if you would have talked to me just three hours ago... I was mad. I was like everybody else that's that's ranting and raving about this. I was mad. But then the more I thought about it, you know what? If this is what loses all validity in any interim title fight in the future, then good. Because you know, as I've sat here before, I hate the interim titles. I, I can't stand them anymore. They're getting on my nerves. I'm tired of having my intelligence insulted. Like, ooh, look at this shiny little tool. Look at this shiny belt. Ooh, and ah. That's what's going to make me pay $65 and watch this pay-per-view. Because the winner gets that thing wrapped around his waist. I don't fall for it. And this is this is an example where, like, good. Like, let's get rid of these things. Now, and then I subjectively just looked at UFC 228. The card right now, as it officially stands, it's a dope card. It's a yeah. dope card. At the end of the day, if Till can make weight... And he fights Tyron Woodley. Till did just beat the number one contender in Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I know he didn't make weight for it, and I know it was a controversial win. But at the end of the day, it was a W. And I don't think the weight played factor into that victory there. Hmm. Was it unprofessional? Yes. But did it play a factor in that victory? No, I don't think it did. So I have to look at it that way now. But I I think that this Woodley versus Till, because... If if Covington could come back in November after this minor nose surgery, I feel like they should have just waited for Tyron Woodley versus Colby Covington at any means. <laughs> it's a shame they couldn't be a little more patient. Yeah, but trying I to put the cart before the horse and all the that. The state of where they're at, I don't think they can afford to be patient, and it's not because of the debt they owe. It's because of their their contractual rights to their TV agreements and pay per view agreements. They have to put on a show. Trust me, it costs a lot more money to cancel a show or not do that show, you know, to pretty much wipe it off the calendar, mm-hmm. than it is to have it. Mm-hmm. And with Tyron Woodley versus Darren Till, at the end of the day, that's a legit main event. Is it a $65 main event? 
that's another question. Mm. I'm really $65 is a lot of money, okay? And in today's day and age, what is really worth $65 on pay-per-view? Because the pay-per-view business is a dying commodity. And I give the UFC credit. It's not as bad as what a lot of people are making it to be. Is the pay-per-view business as good as it used to be? No. But is it as bad as everybody's making out to be? No, it's not. They're still making a lot of money off of pay-per-view. They're still making a lot of money off of TV rights. They're not losing money on it. You know, but but it's just I wish there was a, a more fair balance. But they have to book this to feed the needs of their contractual agreements. So this is where we're at. This is this is just the state of the game right now. And until <sighs> something changes, this is where we're going to stay. It's it's not Shame going anywhere. It seems like it's a hit on the integrity of the sport. Eh, I lost integrity of the sport since Maymac. Honestly, I, I stopped caring about that. I really did. I used to have a lot of integrity in this sport. Um, but when I find out what people really like and what actually sells and what's actually bought, I'm over it. I'm just over it. I'm just... I just want to have fights consistently going on and I want to watch the best fight the best. Mm. That's all I'm into. Now, Colby Covington still should be in line to get the winner of that fight. I would hope... In a perfect world, they fight in September... And then they're fighting Colby in the beginning of next year. God, that would be nice, wouldn't it? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Maybe that seems we're jumping like the way gun. too convenient. Yeah, maybe we're jumping the it gun. It just seems like that almost can't happen. I mean, there's no reason it shouldn't, but ugh. I like, I can hate it, and I still do. I mean, I just, I, I have to try to look at the positive of this thing, and, 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 and I'm mad. I, I feel everybody's frustration. I really do. I, I genuinely get the frustration, but the more I think about it, since this in everybody's eyes that I've read is pretty much killing the interim title drama that I hate, I'm all for it. I'm like, you know what? If this is what it takes, then good. Then good. Because at the end of the day, what's, what, what's my complaining really going to do? Because mm. someone like me who loves this sport, I'm buying that fight. Mm. I'm buying Till versus Tyron Woodley. As long as Till makes weight, I'm buying it. So, meh. Whatever. Just yeah. Whatever. And then a lot of people don't even like Colby because of all the stuff he does. So this is this is kind of like bittersweet. The only thing I think it takes away is it does mess up the potential of a Tyron Woodley versus Colby Covington fight because I really mm. thought there was something. I really thought there was something special brewing there. I thought there was something kind of stirring in that pot that I wanted to see. I mean, I, I thought there was a, a formula there with them two. Both of their cultures, both of their backgrounds, both of their fighting styles, everything from A through Z. I was digging it. Yeah. And we might be short of that fight because of this situation now. Because Till. would have been very exciting. The matchup Till presents to Tyron Woodley is very dangerous. It's not an easy matchup at all. This is, this is very, very. I think it's a bad matchup for Woodley. This is a guy that's a lot bigger than him, who keeps his distance well and strikes a lot better than him. So if Woodley can't apply that pressure and get that wrestling on Darren Till, Woodley could be in trouble here. It's exciting. I like Darren Till. And I like and I like Woodley, to a point. Okay, here's something I wanted to get into. From what you hear from mm. the media and spectators lately 
where do you feel the state of the UFC is lately? I'm just curious. I, I just I wanted to speak to a casual fan. I wanted to speak to somebody that's not as balls deep as Sean Newbauer. I, I wanted to speak to somebody else. Like, where do you feel it is lately? Well, I have a complicated relationship with sports in general. I was never into them when I was little. I fell in love with football about 10 years ago. And I've kind of fallen out of love with it also. There's something about that competition and that purity mm-hmm. of competition. <clears throat> Seeing the elite of the elite compete against each other in the most challenging way possible. And I think NFL-style football is one of those ways, and I think mixed martial arts is also one of those ways. And I thought that this, what drew me to the sport, it seemed like it was purer than uh, what NFL has become because it just seems like there's too many rules and things are subjectively ruled or inaccurately ruled and there's just there's just so many gray areas and with mixed martial arts once they're in the cage the gray areas still don't really exist so for the most part I mean you can complain about decisions going one way or the other but <clears throat> nowhere near as egregious as some of the calls that happen in some of the well, flags the other that sports, are thrown in the NFL the other sports, I always say it's the handkerchiefs and whistles so much. that drive me crazy. So much. They drive me crazy. So and much. in the sport of MMA, if you yeah. In the sport of MMA, the thing that drives, I think, everybody crazy is the bells and whistles. Mm. All of the marketing tools and techniques that everybody uses to say, hey, look over here, we're trying to sell this fight or mm. watch this event because we have all these titles on the line or we have this tournament or we have this trilogy fight or whatever. I think all the bells and whistles screaming in mixed martial arts is what hurts this sport because mm. there's something still pure about what's inside the cage because mm. you can't take away a fight unless you fix it and there hasn't been any proof of it in the UFC or Bellator no at no the real end of the suspicion day, either right? yeah no no none yeah no. I think so. like I said unless that started happening that would turn me off that's the one thing I've always said and it only takes one time whether it's Bellator or UFC or 1FC, I'll use those three. I think those are the three major organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, PFL is just not doing a ratings to even be considered mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. If any of those organizations, once I hear that they're throwing a fight or it's fixed, I'm done with that organization. Yeah. That I can promise you because I don't deal with that. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I find, If I hear news like that, like I've heard in the NBA, like I've heard in the NFL, like I've heard, I haven't heard in MLB, but you know those particular situations. It's one thing about drugs. You've heard about and players in the NBA? No, like referees, like okay, the referees. In basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you've heard of. Uh, it was just recently. It was like the Lakers and Kings. It was like years ago, a lot of years ago. Yeah, yeah. But mm. I heard that the refs, the referees, were potentially, yeah, yeah calling the games in the favor of the mm. Lakers because of some gambling mm-hmm. addictions. But um, it's a shame. I, I, yeah, I think the bells and the whistles are the problem in the UFC, like interim titles. Sean will say tournaments in Bellator. All these other mm-hmm. things are the problem, whereas in other sports, it's the whistles and handkerchiefs mm-hmm. that just, like, you watch a lot of these plays back, and you're like, why was there a flag thrown? Mm-hmm. Why was there a whistle blown? Nobody was touched. There was no foul permitted. Mm-hmm. It's all done on the naked eye, and you can't call them back. And I don't think the purity of that sport is being called right, and it's more frustrating mm-hmm. than anything at the end of the day. The UFC, the only impurity there is some of the matchups. But mm-hmm. then, like we talked about, Nunez-Pennington being boring. 
it's justice, but nobody bought the Romero versus Whitaker, and that was number one and number two for right. the middleweight title. Right. I what look at do? it like, can yeah. we educate the masses? Well, can we make them appreciate the sanctity of the sport and not care about the whiz bang, zip pop? I don't think you can. No, I, I don't, don't think you I can don't either. People like who they like. Mm-hmm. Um, in this sport, I don't want to keep beating the dead horse here, but Kimbo Slice is one of them. People loved Kimbo Slice. His biggest note to fame was beating up bouncers in a backyard at a local barbecue. You know, like, that's what he was. Hmm. It was street fighting. They don't Um, glamorize it. Those guys were not in shape. You know, they weren't professional fighters. He was literally beating the toughest guy in the neighborhood. Um, Right now, a lot of people are in uproar because of Brock Lesnar. Well, you guys aren't buying the other heavyweight fights. Yeah. When we put these legit heavyweight fights in there, you guys aren't buying it. So guess what? Yeah, Lesnar's back. He, he, he's going to fight Daniel Cormier. Get over it. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to watch it. Everybody's complaining about it. You're going to watch it. And I learned a hard lesson with Maymac. Because you're my witness. When Maymac was in the, 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 the beginning stages of it, it was just whispers. It was just theorized. It was theoretically. We thought it never could get done, but we kept hearing that they were trying to get that fight put together. Ridiculous. Yes, and I, I just said... It was a preposterous proposition. I was so mad. <clears throat> I was so mad. I was too. So disgusted by it. I was like, this doesn't even sound right. And then as soon as that fight was announced, the, the, the popularity of the news outlets, the popularity, the, 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 the streaming... Uh, Busyness, you know, like 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 the the overload of attention that thing got was absolutely unparalleled to anything I have ever seen in the fight game since I've started watching. I was there for Maypack, but I didn't pay any attention to that because I didn't believe in it. So I just completely tuned it out. But Maymac was something that was that was the MMA versus boxing in a boxing match that I had. I felt like I, I was just you're you're in the middle of a career of Conor McGregor mm-hmm. that was just <clears throat> special. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, you really, it, 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 Conor McGregor's career thus far in the UFC, you know, before this Dolly stuff, before the Maymac, was something very special. Still, that combination he hit on Eddie Alvarez, I'll never forget it. It was one of the most beautiful combinations I have ever seen. Um, and then he did this Maymac thing. So I kind of took a back seat and tried listening to everybody and was like, look, this isn't about me. You know, I thought it was the worst fight in history. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the dumbest thing I ever saw. You have an amateur boxer fighting probably the best boxer of all time it was just a joke Mm -hmm. and then when you actually saw the fight and it was a joke it was just it all unraveled and (sighs) that's what people wanted to see that was the second highest selling fight ever in the history of combat sports was Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. Do you and want to that was, humanity? It was a harsh warning. It was just a harsh lesson for myself that everything I say about the integrity of the sport, everything I say about what's right and what's wrong, everything that I think I know, I don't know. And it doesn't matter. The people like dumb things. Mm-hmm. And they want to see the guys that they like, the names that they like, fight each other. They don't care what the rules are, where it's at. They, they don't care. As long as those two names are going against each other, 
they'll watch it. They would have watched Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather in the WWE. Mm. I really well, think they might. So. I mean, is there a chance they're they're wanting that home turf for their own advantage because they have? I don't know. I guess how much does the audience really affect? Who's this? that? Um, I guess I'm not really sure. The home turf? Are you talking about like Mayweather with the boxing? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Because guess what? Mayweather talked that smack that mm-hmm. he was coming to MMA. Where's he at, bro? Oh, yeah. Last thing I heard, he said he's not concentrating on MMA anymore. But he's those, one of those weird people that maybe he'll bring it up again. He's not training MMA. Yeah, he's just trying he to never had any intentions of coming over and mixed martial arts. Here and there. If you think Conor McGregor got beat bad in that boxing match, it'll be a lot worse for Floyd in mixed martial arts. <laughs> If he was able to stay in the cage for any duration of time, it would be because Connor was letting him. And there's no way that it wouldn't look obvious. Even more, I mean, people complained that Maymac looked like Floyd was sort of holding back a bit. Just he was. He rope doped him. But that was that was boxing. There's 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 there's. It's such a completely different set of rules. Well, is he? I mean, I understand the rope dope. You're that that's for tactical purposes. Is well, if he's doing it for tactical purposes, that's fine. But if he's doing it for promotional purposes and to satisfy the audience, then that also speaks against the... He did. He did it to satisfy the audience yeah. also. well... It was, it was as close to pro wrestling, in really my opinion. really approve of that, then. It was as close to pro wrestling as we could get. I gotta give Mayweather credit for at least trying to give the fans their money's worth. Like, I get <laughs> where he's coming from there. Like, yeah. I can see it from his point of view. But if Floyd Mayweather wanted to finish that fight, probably mm-hmm. in the second round, because boxing rounds are smaller... And you can't take the chance in the first round. But he How knew. How long was a boxing round? Three minutes. But he knew Conor McGregor was going to tire out, and that's mm-hmm. why he did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a smart game plan, too. But, I mean, at the end of the day, that thing was not. That thing was not a high level boxing match. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. That is not a fight I ever want to relive. It was absolutely atrocious. It just. There was. Levels to that game, and Conor McGregor was not in the in the rules of boxing close to Floyd Mayweather's level. Mm-hmm. Now, if Floyd fought Conor in a mixed martial arts fight, I still attest to it. With Conor's size being so much bigger, and his ability because his legs have longer reach than his arms, Mayweather would be in a lot of trouble. <clears throat> it would not be good for him. And actually, Mayweather would take a beating. If they could switch bodies, Mayweather would still not be able to beat him. No. no Mayweather no. would not be able to beat McGregor with McGregor's body and McGregor being in Mayweather's no. body. Uh, let's give Let's give Mayweather another opponent. I'll take, I'll take a guy who's small in stature. Oh, no. I'll take Frankie Edgar. Oh, no. Put him in there with Mayweather. It would be a bad night for Mayweather. Now, matter of fact, I think Mayweather would get beat so bad. I mean, any legitimate mixed martial artist in any weight class, male or female. I don't know about the female part. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't even. I, I don't yeah. even want to think about that because to me, like, it's a cool thought, but at the end of the day, it's kind of <laughs> sick, right? Like, it's kind of sick. I mean, this is yeah. a guy with domestic abuse problems in the past too. Like, you don't even want to think of that. I mean. No. Um, would it be bittersweet justice? Yeah, but I don't know if technically, because I mean, men, and I'm not taking away from females, but men are just built stronger, especially a guy that's conditioned and a pure athlete. Um, we're just built bigger, and I don't know if that oh, well, would any be the male case. weight class, any male weight class MMA fighter, 
Yeah, I, it would be a bad day for Mayweather. And he the could, other thing is the level of violence. He couldn't compete against any of these guys that have been doing it for years. Yeah. He's, only, he's a one-trick pony. He couldn't catch up. He he's would not be able to catch pony. up. Them legs, man. They would ankle pick him. They would, they would grab him the ankle, done. put him on the ground. Mayweather would be done right away. And it would, he would be anybody. In my opinion, he would be beat in a brutal and violent fashion mm-hmm. to where, I don't know, he, he's a billionaire. He doesn't want to do that. That's not ever going to happen. Think of the memes. He doesn't want those memes. No. No, no, he doesn't no, want no. those memes. He's he's too busy in a fight with Fifty Cent. That's they would never. That's all. Whatever. If those memes weren't out there, I would make them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... but I mean, you listen to the media and everything else, and we were talking about this earlier. You would think that the sky is falling on this sport, and I hear a lot that they're calling for Dana White's head and and stuff like this. And I look at well, these they talk things. About it being watered down. Watered down. Is it watered down? Yes and no. My biggest problem with the sport is the value of $65. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than the commissions. My number one problem with the sport is the commissions. The commissions from A through Z. Everybody is different. Nobody has the same rules. We have different weigh-in techniques at places. We have different rule sets everywhere. It, that is the biggest circus and joke of this sport. And that has nothing to do with any promotion. Bellator, UFC, 1FC, um, uh, LFA, any of them. That is the athletic commissions of that state, and it's disgusting what they do. They're not all on the same page. Every week I watch in the beginning of a UFC telecast, they either adopted the rules or they, or they don't, or they adopt this replay rule. They're all different. Every week they say something different. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know how you keep up if you're a fighter or, or a worker for UFC. I don't know how you keep up with it. Changes daily. Hmm. But also the value of $65. Now, in the pay-per-view market, okay, like, like we have the Woodley versus Toe fight, we, we're, we're starting to see lower pay-per-view numbers. But the UFC is still generally doing pretty decent on pay-per-view. I mean, you got to remember, WWE got out of pay-per-view. They don't even do it anymore. There was a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And that's a very successful commodity. And they have a legion of fans that's just diehard and loyal for them. They, they, they have that young fan base that has to see their programming. Mm-hmm. And they had to get off pay-per-view. Everything's on a subscription package for them. They really led the way there. Um, the UFC's not doing bad. Boxing has like one or two events a year that does well. But they don't do that much on pay-per-view that sells. There's nothing else I've seen in the pay-per-view market really other than the UFC. Bellator took their try at pay-per-view. Failed. Oh, Haven't yeah. been back since. Oh, yeah. Um, the UFC is still doing consistent numbers. Just to put you up to speed on where we're at the pay-per-view market in 2018 compared to 2017. Mm-hmm. While everybody's screaming that the sky is falling and everything's so terrible in the UFC, they're still getting the big fights done. They're still getting the big deals done. We're waiting for some of these guys to come back. But in 2017, through their first seven events, they sold 2.2 million pay-per-views. Right now, in 2018, through their first seven events... They've sold about 1.6 million. Now that is 600,000 less than last year, but it just took that big jump because on their seventh pay per view of 2017, it was the John Jones versus DC fight. Everybody's got to remember there's an important factor coming up soon for the end of the year. We got September booked, but for one gather, October, November, and December is supposed to be stacked. Nice. Conor McGregor has his court case on Thursday. Everything is pointing towards Conor 
returning to the octagon before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Him and Khabib are training. Mm-hmm. Did you see this stuff with Conor McGregor and Khabib at the World Cup <laughs> in Russia? Conor McGregor was actually in Russia, by the way, <laughs> in that stadium at the World Cup and was invited upstairs in the suite by Putin and was hugging and chumming it up with the Russian president. <laughs> And Khabib is down there on the sidelines, and he got a picture with him. It's the the, the storylines are there. It's just they can't come out and say it yet until this court case. Connor comes back, it fixes all their. First of all, their financial woes aren't even bad. Wait till 2019 when they literally triple what they make in TV revenue, plus the pay per views they're doing. I mean, they're doing good. Financially, they're doing better than ever. Um, well, I guess it's working. Mm-hmm. It's because of all their media deals. WME came in and strategically placed him, and not only in North America but TV deals across the globe, to financially succeed. I, I heard on the co-main event podcast earlier today. They said WME is just trying to make the biggest money fights on short-term gain, but I still don't see what they're talking about. What what big money fights have they made so far this year for short-term gain? I still don't get these things that people say. I think it's more of they have they have commitments towards TV rights and pay-per-view rights that they have to fulfill. They have to. Mm-hmm. And if there's going to be an oversaturation in the product, there's an oversaturation in the product all the way across. Everybody's talking about how the UFC is oversaturated on events. What about Bellator? Mm-hmm. They don't have, they're not that far off on the number of events that UFC pulled. No, and they don't no. have even half the talent. No, how many garbage events do we see from Bellator in a year? And I'm not discrediting Bellator. I think they're on their way up. I yeah. can't believe in the beginning of this year I predicted Bellator's doors to be shut, and now by the end of the year I actually think uh, Bellator is making great strides mm-hmm. to gain in a competitive competitive advantage against their uh, competitor. Hmm. They they really are. They signed nice. the, the 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 streaming network deal. They got big fights coming up on the horizon. Some of the best fights I've ever seen them book ever in their history. I mean, they have some very exciting things coming up. A lot of their young talent is starting to produce. Bellator is looking in pretty good shape. Are they going to beat the UFC? They're still so far away from that. I don't even know if I want to talk about that yet. Hmm. But there's one big mishap coming up on the UFC very shortly that I just don't like what I'm seeing. It's not bad. But I think they're missing on a huge opportunity. Mm. They're going to New York on mm. November 10th, 3rd. They're having this big Madison Square Garden card. And from what the fights I'm seeing booked on it so far, it looks like a pretty big deal. It looks legit. They haven't announced any main events yet, but it seems like all the best middleweights in the world are fighting there. Very intriguing matchups. But the following week is their official. You notice how this year has been, been deemed the UFC 25-year anniversary? You see it in the corner of every UFC event. It's on all their promotion package, everything. It's, 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 that's their logo right now, that 25 with the octagon around it. Well, they're going back to Denver for a fight night hmm. on their official 25th anniversary. Now, I like the fights they're booking for it. You know, the main event, Frank Yeager versus Korean Zombie, Mike Perry versus Donald Cerrone in the co-main event. Good stuff. But I think they're missing out on a huge marketing opportunity here. I feel like your 25th anniversary event 
Maybe they could have done it in Madison Square Garden. It doesn't have to be in Denver. The high altitude, why even go to these high altitude places with the fighters? But they literally could have just pushed it back one week and really made a spectacle of this thing. Like, this is their 25th anniversary. Kind of like what they did with UFC 100, UFC 200. The first time they, they were legalized in New York. They really should have pushed this to the moon. And they're not capitalizing on it. I thought they should have made a huge spectacle on it. If Khabib and, and Connor really are fighting this year, they should have done that fight because there's mm-hmm. nothing bigger. And I think it should have been a huge milestone for the company, but they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. But I think that's it for me. Oh, yeah, that's I'm it. I'm done ranting. Yeah. Thanks for coming ringside today, Maniacs. We love when you stop by. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. There you can also grab our sister production, Better Health and World, where we dig into the health, behavior, comedy, and culture of what is to be a human. Well, follow Jenny Bauer, Jenny MMA, and me, Matt Kokomo, at, at Jay Better. We love you guys and girls and everyone else. Peace.